supply chain used to be predominantly about manufacturing, about the way that you run factories and you produce and quality from the factories and so on. Now, all that remains, but what has happened over the last 20 years is that it's lost its pivotal role because you've got some very efficient contract manufacturers who are now being able to produce large scale in the consumer goods industry and otherwise, you know. Of course, everybody knows that Apple, for example, is 100% sourced out of contract manufacturers. They don't produce in their own. Yeah. So therefore, from manufacturing, the focus has really shifted to service. So while on one hand, manufacturing has become less of a reason for attention, on the other hand, the advent of e-commerce, digital, the customer expectations, the whole, whole fulfillment model to the customer, whereby people are now able to deliver same day, even if you order one product, it gets delivered to you the same day, has set completely different expectations onto what the service and planning model of supply chain should be. So first of all, you need to serve a wider array of customers across a much greater number of countries and quicker service and deeper service. So I would say that the single biggest change that I see is the shift from manufacturing to service backed up by planning. The biggest misconception comes really that you hear the word so often, uh, so often that it's a supply chain constraint. Yeah. Is that supply chain is more of a constraining factor to the business rather than an enabling factor. Yeah. And that may be, may be true in the, the way that some of us as supply chain professionals uh, 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 do our jobs and the way that we think. But I think I still call it a misconception because increasingly there are now so many solutions available and there is so much of external orientation which a supply chain professional has got that there is absolutely no reason why supply chain cannot be a business enabler rather than a constraint to the business. Okay? Um, and I think the, the, what people usually miss is the external orientation of supply chain professionals. Of course, dealing with suppliers in the supply chain with, with, within the procurement ambit of the supply chain has always been something which we have been doing. But I think increasingly partnerships on the front end, getting digital services, outsourcing a part of your planning processes, all of those are becoming enablers and they're helping the supply chains to deliver better to the business. The biggest challenge is from becoming a constrainer to become an enabler to the business. Yeah. And in order to do that, the, the, the challenging part for a supply chain professional is that he or she cannot be inward looking as they used to be earlier. And I think the external orientation, external awareness has taken a much bigger dimension in the supply chain professional's life than what it used to be earlier. If I go back 20 years ago, which was the first question, you had a factory and if you could manage it internally well, produce good quality, good throughput, good uh, uh, OE, good cost, fine, you, you, you're doing well over there. But that's not enough because that has faded in comparison to what we need to do in the front end. And that is the part which brings in the external orientation need. So to me, the single biggest challenge is to keep abreast of how digital is moving, what are the services which are on offer, what are the sort of partnerships which can be driven, 
how can you integrate your suppliers into your uh, business model rather than just looking at them as a third party a term which is often called out is that uh, they are they are partners and not third parties how do we shift that mindset from having partners involved in your growth suppliers being partners involved in your growth rather than uh, the loose term which i don't like which is called vendors i think if i look at uh, any supply chain in the world and or for that matter any business in the world ultimately it boils down to the top line growth the profitability improvement and the cash generation the cost part of profitability is always something which has been close to the supply chain and we are usually always held responsible for delivering cost savings and bringing more cost efficiencies into the system the cash part is also well known to us because as the supply chain we contribute significantly to it by way of the working capital management and indeed of course the contribution to profitability through costs and capital expenditure so i think we have we have traditionally always had a big role to play in cost and cash but i think the big opportunity now is the supply chain leading growth because as i mentioned about the 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 multifold uh, increase in the consumer base and the need to serve them that translates into a requirement for a good service and a good service leads to more growth because if you just measure if you say that i am doing 90% of service which means that you're losing 10% of the service and a part of that must be translating into uh, into loss of sales and to my mind that then becomes the single biggest driver of growth in a company so i think the data points and the and the and the outside in which is now becoming available to the supply chain is indeed huge and it is complex yeah i think the first and foremost thing is to keep ourselves focused on what do we need to deliver to the business and that brings me back to the earlier point i made about the uh, uh, service cost and cash yeah so i think first of all as a supply chain professional we need to be absolutely clued on to what what the business wants and how we can be delivering to that yeah uh, very often i see the supply chain has supply chain kpis to me these are secondary and they are only internal measures the major measure for uh, for the supply chain is around service cost efficiency and cash cash management now i think there is uh, some merit in saying that the geopolitical environment is much more complex than uh, than what it is uh, than what it used to be but there are uh, there are models which we can deploy uh, for each one of those situations yeah so if uh, for example there is a there is a country where we want to do business and it has a problem of forex uh, uh, instability and you could very well have a situation where you continue to spend on your purchasing in dollars and you are earning in the local currency yeah that could lead to a very unstable situation and therefore we need to coin a model which is largely de-dollarized or localized for doing business in a country like that so i think while the geopolitical complexity has 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 uh, has increased but at the same time over years of experience we have also have solutions which can sort of be picked and transplanted into any of these solution like this 
the one which uh, which really i find it most challenging is keeping abreast with the pace of technology change yeah and namely digital yeah because the kind of advancements which are happening over there if we don't keep ourselves in pace with that and evolve with those it's very soon going to make our entire planning systems and service systems antiquated yeah people are working on real time data in terms of service now yeah how much have you dispatched in the morning where exactly is the truck has it reached the customer when will it reach and so on so i think our ability to absorb all these into our business to me would the, would be the single biggest challenge which the supply chain professional will need to balance yeah but essentially again i say is that to me the supply chain professional of today needs to be much more externally oriented than the supply chain professional of yesterday i think the uh, so become partners in growth of your business and in order to fulfill that intention we need to be very clear on what is the source of growth is the source of growth for the business coming through market expansion entering wide spaces entering new geographies then that's where our focus should be is the source of growth coming through innovations then our focus should be on landing them bigger better faster yeah is the source of growth coming from uh, uh, an enlargement of the portfolio or the product categories that uh, that uh, that the business is selling uh, then uh, it's it's about creating the supply chain capabilities to source them and effectively serve them so i think uh, uh, my message would therefore be all around growth become partners in growth rather than just a cost center which constantly drives more and more efficiencies year on year that will remain that will not go away but i think the big big uh, big challenge over here is in becoming growth enablers well i can give uh, advice to some of us like me who are older in the industry is to bring ourselves abreast with technology but the younger people who are joining uh, the the profession are certainly coming much more equipped with that than uh, we used to be when we started working in the supply chain yeah uh, i would uh, the only advice that i could give over there is uh, is the uh, is be aware of the externality of how things are changing who are your suppliers how to make partners out of them who are your customers who are your consumers become aware of the geographical realities of the world because the the consumer is no longer living in isolation even if there is somebody who is in a remote country in africa they have access to internet and they are aware of what brands and what product offerings are available in rest of the world yeah so be aware of that that the time for uh, uh, working in geographical silos is over yeah and the world is your canvas so let me just put it this way is that uh, today brands which have taken 100 years to develop are competing with brands which did not exist 5 years ago it is much more easier for people to create a brand than what it used to be in the past and therefore the days of long haul marketing which you would use to create the equity behind a brand are i won't say they are behind us but it is not as pivotal as it used to be in the past yeah now given that if we just assume a world 
where people will have been will have access to their own brands much easier than what they do today i think the future of the supply chain lies in really being the competitive edge of the company i would even go and others have said it before me is that in the future it's the supply chains which will compete rather than the businesses which will compete our ability to reach the consumer faster delight her much more than anybody else could our ability to penetrate through distribution to my mind would be the competitive edge of any company so the future of the supply chain is really to become the competitive edge of a company and that's where companies will compete more and more yeah. uh, if i also build on that point we are seeing a, a future where you've got the brand owners manufacturers and the supply chain owners in the in the in the consumer goods industry typically what is a fmcg industry and then you've got the retail channels uh, at the front end which is also shifting gradually from a brick and mortar trade to an e-commerce trade which is also making it easier to set up a retail model than what it used to be in the brick and mortar model uh and amazon has of course demonstrated to us that what could be done in a very short period of time in this area uh i think the the whole industry is will soon or later be headed for a convergence the retailers will need to have their own brands they already have store directly owned brands in the brick and mortar trade but i think it will start going a bit further is that they would start acquiring brands which uh, uh, which which have a Uh, a significant brand awareness and brand equity among the consumers at the same time uh, fmcg companies will need to have much more channels which are captive to them in order to be able to sell their products now if i look at avon therefore and if i bring an example over there i think this company has got a huge potential because it encompasses both we have got millions of direct sales representatives around the world and they in a manner represent our sales force and we have of course got an iconic brand like avon uh, and many sub brands under that and we have got a supply chain backing that up we have got a product development team backing that up and so on so so if you just look at it as a model then it's unique in the sense that it is able to encompass both the ends of the of the consumer good industry owning brands supplying brands selling brands so i think uh, that's that's where uh, i would say a supply chain of the future is headed we 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 call this up we define the supply chain in terms of plan source make deliver yeah maybe in the future a fifth dimension will emerge which is plan source make deliver sell okay and that will then start encompassing the the entirety of the of how we do business